Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. It's me, Simon Carter with Dale Driver. Hello. Hello. Matt Jones. Hi. I tried to not say it creepy this time because I got called out, but Who called you still came. You did. Did I? Yeah. Oh, sorry about Calling that. Calling people creeps again. <laughs> uh, what are we talking about this week? We're going to talk about Sonic and some mascot platformers. Sonic Frontiers. Not a lot, yeah. Not a lot of new stuff to be talking about this week, but we are. Oh, we're doing the best we can. Um, maybe we'll talk about tangerines at some point. I don't know. No. People are probably bored of that. Um, so call it the tangerine segment because you get segments of a every, tangerine. Every week, a new tangerine exactly. segment. Exactly. Ooh, That's the promise. Exactly. Um, you can see how I fit them in. What? It's what are you talking about? A little vitamin about? C pun there. Oh, oh right. Um, I thought that was a callback to us just talking about Amsterdam nah, before the was, show. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, that's, oh, that's firmly off air. Um, first, though, I want to remind people we do have a live show in three weeks now, I believe. Is that right? Got uh, Roughly, first week of December. Like yeah, it's, wait, it's, yeah, it's three weeks. It's yeah, just yeah, after yeah. the group stage of the World Cup, isn't it? So, yeah. It's the last day of the group stage of World mm. Cup. Don't worry. Uh, no England or Wales games. Uh, sadly, definitely no Scotland or Ireland or Northern Ireland games. Um, yeah, tickets are still on sale. You can. I'm sorry if you search for IGN Christmas Podcast 2022, you'll find it. We've tweeted out from IGN UK plenty of times. We've all tweeted it out. If you want it you will find it. Exactly. And for £6, it'll be the best £6 you can spend in London that day. I guarantee it, unless you really do love a meal deal. Um, <laughs> it is like two meal deals. You know what? Oh, You've made yeah. an anti-argument for exactly. the show. Yeah. Well, we, yeah, no meal deals included in the show. But um, It's going to be lots of fun, though, isn't it? Christ- yeah. I was going to say Christmas fun, but I don't think we're theming it around Christmas. So I don't know. We just might fun in the Christmas yeah. zone. We, well, I mean, I'm sure it'd be good. We still haven't really planned what we're going to do yet. But... Um, I got some ideas. Mate. The main fun, ideas. I think, is just having a drink of us after, isn't it? Like yeah. the show's kind of secondary, <laughs> isn't it? Let's be honest. Really, you pay. You, it's pay to play. <laughs> exactly. You get you get immediate access to the IGN editors. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, should be fun. Um, do you know what should be fun? A Sonic game. <laughs> well, should be. You, you say, lent on you the word that. should. should they? Yeah. Well, they think... should be fun. It's a game. They should be yeah. fun. That is the idea of a game. But it's not to be expected fun. of them. Me and you, Dale, we've been playing some Sonic Frontiers. I will admit, I'm not the biggest Sonic fan in the world. I played one and two back in the day, a long, long time ago now, and kind of enjoyed them. This is a weird game, Sonic Frontiers, oh, yeah. because I think we've had the chat. Maybe half the time, maybe that's generous. A third of the time, I'm having fun. And I'm like, oh, there's some really fun ideas here. But then all the other time, I'm just thinking, God, this is toilet. I mean, <laughs> it's, like, it's really weird. It's a it's a very strange game because I think it's it sort of wish fulfillment for Sonic fans that have, you know, since the adventure days, mm. where it's like the idea of like Sonic, but it's in 3D and it's open world and you get to feel the, like mm. the actual speed and the rush. And I think elements of that are there. And I do like quite like zipping around that world, but the world is the most bland poorly designed shittest uninspired world yeah like in a video game let alone a sonic game because 
like for me sonic isn't obviously sonic is about going fast but it's also about the colorful and vibrant worlds that you play mm -hmm. in the brilliant music that the originals have yeah. the sense of um the sense of place that it, it generates you know like the greenhouse zone is a, such an iconic place like the casino area the chemical plant all these places and it just like apart from a small section of what we'll get to the main area just has none of that it's devoid yeah. the of the first anything. world you're in is just a grassy island with enemies called such imaginative things as tower uh, yeah, that you have to fight like it's like you said it's it's a weird game and it's like this has kind of become lazy shorthand but this game is definitely inspired by breath of the wild 100%. but they've taken too much though. they've taken the bad bits though there aren't many of <laughs> yeah. breath of the wild yeah. and run with those tell you described in a cool like what if they had just tried to make an open world that was really similar to the um yeah. the green hill zone I, I was like i don't know why they wouldn't go for that aesthetic that I, just sounds like an i want to run around in there it, if honestly if they palette swapped some of this world with the worlds of sonic and i think the music is an important part of that the music in this game is trash I will say that. I think it's like, it is, like Cardi said, it is Zelda-like, but without, but in Zelda, it feels like it fits that world. It's, it feels like that's always been the Zelda package, whereas Sonic, it has a very distinct audio and visual style, and they've just stripped, majority of it, they've stripped all that away and mm. filled it with this like vacuous, dull space, which like all the enemies look like um, the... What's the enemy in the first four film called? First four film? Yeah, it's like the... Oh, the big... The big oh, mechanical, the big, the the big metal destroyer. Yeah, Marvel snaps. So that's why I remember. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's just they all look like that. It's all like sharp edges, but mm. also sort of um, squid-like black grey. There's things. just no character there, is yeah. there? It's, and that's why, because what like I said, there are pockets of fun in this game that offsets it so much. It's like you do want kind of that game where it does take you out of this big open world and puts you in more linear Sonic levels, yeah. which are full of colour and music. Yeah. And like, and for like two minutes every hour, well, not every hour, that's two minutes every now and then, you're like, oh, this is fun. Yeah. And I then you go back that. to this just open world, just of grass. There's not much yeah. more to it's it. It's lifeless. Yeah. And it's like, the idea is that you, um, you go around and I, I forget what the terminology is, but there's these um, like little challenges that you do that open up different parts of the map mm. and reveal new stuff. But all it ever reveals is just a few more like grinding rails and things like that. Like to clarify, I and I assume you as well, Cardi, have only played the first island. I'm aware I played like an hour or so. I'm yeah. aware there's many islands. I don't want to play much more though. And I did play, I kept playing because I thought maybe I need to get to second island to make sure it's not all mm. like this. But I've just given up. Just <laughs> like, I've put like five hours in and I'm like, I'm just not having a good time. The only time I'm having a good time is like you said, they're called uh, in cyberspace. They're called mm -hmm. like the little levels, and they're fun. They're like throwbacks to yeah. Yeah, they're, they're throwbacks. Although the music is not very good in them, I would say. Mm. But they're visually they're cool throwbacks. But they're they're gone in a flash. Mm. And then you're like you said the the dreaded dull yeah. landscape that you're welcome back into is just. Does not it do appealing. that awful thing of like reminding you of a be of a better game? Yeah, like, you just like yeah. look at this aesthetic and you're it's, like, oh yeah, I wish I was playing that one. It's yeah, just yeah. disappointing. I know some people enjoyed it. It's just not for me. Like. I'm sure I've only scratched the surface and they probably get more complicated, but all the puzzles I've faced so far are basically just press square five times yeah. in a row. <laughs> like, there's not really much to it. <laughs> Jesse pointed something out to me that I didn't realise. There's a, there's a move that you can do when you hold triangle or Y where mm -hmm. you, like, do a... Cyclone. Yeah, cyclone thing. And if you create a loop, it just generates coins for you. Yeah, yeah. Coins are your health in this game, like they are in Sonic games normally. You can just do that endlessly and have full want. health as many times as you want yeah like that it, it sort of almost has no challenge as well like it's, 
It's a very but there's a lot of bizarre design choices. In I this don't game. like just shitting on the game, but like it's just not good. Like even from a, from a technical level, the amount of, I haven't seen popping on the game oh. like this, and a lot, especially of like a supposedly fairly budgeted game. Yeah. Like you know, what, I don't know why they've put it out when they have. The, it's the obviously concept, not ready. It's a, it, like honestly, I'd say it's unforgivable for a game with this concept <laughs> because the concept is about going fast in an open world. Yeah. That's the last game that should have like big pop, yeah. and it's like is. Obviously, oh, it's noticeable. It's like actual like like levels just popping up like a second before you reach them, like and yeah. rails and stuff you're grinding on. Like it weirdly reminds me of a, like a really bad Tony Hawk game. Yes. Like you're just going around doing like bad grinding on rails, but like no, like Tony Hawk's very good. But yeah, but like, like, I saw soundtrack. people. Yeah. I saw people comparing it to that, saying it's a bit like an open world Tony Hawk. Is it fuck right? Because <laughs> there's no skill to grinding no, in this game. No, there's no balancing. There's no tricks. You're just like you can walk near it and it magnetizes you to it and then you're just off and it's almost yeah. like watching a cutscene. Speaking of cutscenes, Oh, I, you, you enjoy the fishing? Like, well, we don't even start on that. So like, <laughs> there's a lot to say about this game. But the, yeah, all the cutscenes are to trash, like just skipping them straight away. Like it's just, they take you out of, the idea of Sonic, right, is like, it's not about the storytelling. It's about moving fast through these colorful worlds and enjoying the sense of speed Mm. and vibrancy right and they strip all that away by dumping you into tutorials every fucking five seconds with text props going up non-stop cutscenes that are largely pointless really and then you've got this like you just mentioned a second ago they've got this fishing in the game which slows the pace down even more exponentially we and will get comments if we don't mention that fishing has been in sonic games before <laughs> Has well, it actually? Yeah, it's okay. been in Sonic Adventure. Oh, I, so I'm, I'm not massively familiar with Sonic Adventure. However, it's just it just totally doesn't feel right. Like, why is fishing in this game? The game is about going fast. Mm -hmm. I did take on, like, a massive robot, and that was kind of exciting for a minute or two. Yeah. That was kind of fun. Like, it's just... It's, it's I just find it very odd more than anything. That, yeah. Like, like, fundamentally, I think there is an idea there. I think mm. take the core of this engine and fix the pop and stuff, and like we said, build it around the zones of the original Sonics, which are like supremely well designed, yeah. like in terms of concept and music and, and the way it all comes together, put it in, in those worlds. And I think there's an idea there. And I definitely yeah. think with a bit of refinement, this could be really good. I feel like they almost aim for the wrong thing. Like they're quite obviously inspired by Breath of the World, where they should have been inspired by Mario Odyssey, make smaller little worlds. Yeah. But there's, you can do a lot of little things in a little world that are distinctly different and then move on. Like these, like I think there's five open worlds in this, but they all, quite big and lifeless like yeah, yeah. they should have gone for something i think they've almost they've gone a bit too big for their first yeah. open world one i also think the the breath of the wild thing is a bit obnoxious the influence because like even down to when you complete a puzzle it does this little jingle that sounds almost identical mm. to one from breath of the wild it's just like yeah we get it you like that game maybe mm -hmm. riff on it a little bit so i'm sure it's got good jingles in it yeah. as well Use one i of mean the we, we gave yeah. we gave this game a seven a lot of other people have found quite a bit of fun in this game maybe we haven't reached it yet i don't know there's gonna be people that are playing this game and there's people with a lot bigger sonic fans than us like ign underscore uk feedback ign.com yeah. like if you're a sonic fan or you like this game like what yeah what do you like about it something that i really love about sonic fans and this is genuinely a com compliment it's gonna sound like i'm not <laughs> but uh i saw because you know i run the twitter for us i saw a lot of comments from or our seven review mm -hmm. and a lot of them were like oh that's way better than i was expecting oh. like they're fans of sonic and they're like oh great like a Just seven desperate for a yeah. good game yeah like, <laughs> exactly it's, it's been a long time since like i've seen a game of this you know size i guess 
get s- such different reviews. Like I've seen one star, I've seen like nine out of ten. I've seen like it's Why weird this range. Like it's- yeah, it's interesting because like I'm not going to play any more of this game because I don't enjoy it. But I would be very interested to hear what how the later game evolves if it becomes mm. more challenge if it becomes more exciting. Maybe just it's a really bad first part of the game. Um, so yeah, I'm open to the idea yeah. that it's better than what I've I feel like if you're not into it in its first couple hours, it's not going to get you no. more. Because the one thing the negative, I, main negative I've heard from reviews and stuff is the gameplay is repetitive. So if it doesn't <laughs> okay, really yeah. develop, yeah. then... Well, I'm not going back to it either way, but no. I'd be interested to hear what people do like about it if you're a fan of the game, you know? And like, I'm not... I don't think Sonic games are very good, but as a kid, I absolutely love those original games. So I, I'm open to the idea of a good Sonic game. It's just this ain't it. No, but yeah, all power to you if you do enjoy it. Do you know what we will talk about though? Some good mascot platforms, some games Ooh. we enjoy. We thought we'd have three each. Some mascot, not necessarily our favourite three mascot platforms Important each, but like ones. Yeah, yeah, ones we just want to give a shout out. You know, ones that maybe are lost to time, stuff like that. I don't know. There'll be some obvious ones, I'm sure, and there'll be some that maybe aren't, but. Yeah, I don't know. Like, mine are pretty obvious. To be fair. <laughs> Basic Dale strikes again. Uh, is Sonic Frontiers one of yours? There, what's your no, first one? No, I'm, I'm afraid not. My first one I wrote down is a bit of contention about Sonic because we all knew we were going to pick a Mario game, right? It's inevitable. Mm-hmm. Like he is the ultimate mascot. Yeah. Um, but for me, the one that stands out, like I've had a lot of fun with Mario games, more the 3D ones than the 2D ones. From being honest. Um, so Mario 64 was one that mm-hmm. I uh, didn't do any revision for my GCSEs because I was playing Mario 64. <laughs> and look where it got you. And look where it got you. Yeah, but I got all, all the stars in that game. So, you know. <laughs> and that, that is what got you this job. Is yeah. You sent yeah. you into it. I haven't got any GCSEs. I've got. I have got. I've I've got got GCSEs. They're just not very well graded. It works if you email in and you're good at games. That'll that'll get you a job here. Um, I also want to point out I do have a first class degree. Actually, so uh, anyway, um, but yes, Mario Sixty Four. I sunk a lot of time into that, and then Galaxy. I think is a phenomenal game, but it's been so long since I've played it. My memory is quite hazy. Whereas one that's fresh in my mind, and I think is like a phenomenal game, is Mario Odyssey. Yeah, it's the best one. Yeah, is that what you think? Yeah, I generally like, think it's the best I one. would need to go back and play Galaxy again properly, I think. I think mm. I have fonder memories of Galaxy, but I yeah. don't necessarily oh, Don't get me wrong. That Mario better. has like five, ten out of ten games at least yeah. in its library. But for me, Odyssey is the one where everything just came together. I love that game. Yeah, I think, I think there's also, it was the first time where I really enjoyed the aspect of Mario changing mm. like don't get me wrong like he's got a great history of you know changing into animals and things like that but this one was where this is the core mechanic of the game yeah and it re- and it always felt fun and surprising and exciting what it was going to be next the cappy thing was like a genius move that i can't believe they didn't think of it 10 years before mm-hmm. to be honest and like you spoke about earlier these these little sandboxes that are built are just so dense with just like every step you take there's something to do something to interact every with. move you make yeah, yeah, it's, just, yeah. <laughs> it's like it has got everything that we kind of just said sonic doesn't have yeah. which is great variety music character well. music yeah. like yeah it's just it's made me want to play again now. Yeah. i've i've done the whole thing like all like 999 <laughs> twice like i don't know if i can do it again it's a lot of work but it's um it 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 reminds me of my journey into work for a good year. That's all I ever how, did on the train. How have, it's been, what, almost five years? Yeah. What, over five years? How haven't we got enough one or some DLC? Why what? did we not get DLC? Wait, that wait, is the thing that blew my mind. They released DLC 
for all yeah. sorts of games, like Splatoon and things. Get Bowser's yeah. Fury as well. For yeah. Yeah. Like Breath of the Wild got a couple. Like all we needed was a new, just a new, just add a world, a new world to Disney. Miyamoto, what you yeah. just got, got, got going on? They've put all their efforts into making an Odyssey 2 or something, and that's dropping soon. I like, would love an Odyssey 2, but alternatively, oh, I would also... Beyonce release just out the same day. <laughs> I would I would love an Odyssey 2, but I would also love to just... I'm very excited to see what they do with 3D yeah. Mario next, because the trajectory right now is Galaxy to Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't feel like there's a bad... What, what was your favourite kingdom? Oh, You a donk man? Big donk? Yeah, that was mm-hmm. good. Um, what was... I forgot the luncheon one. Luncheon that kingdom. was really good. That's quite good. Yeah, yeah. Not the, the weird one that was Dark Souls for ten minutes. The, oh, the dragon. That's but that was one. barely a kingdom, though, was it? That was just yeah. a boss battle. I did area. like it though. Yeah. I quite. I I think I do like. Maybe I like Big Donk City the best. New Donk City. New Donk City. Yeah. Um, especially the level with the song that kind of goes old school Mario for a bit. Like that. that oh, so oh my good. god, that's that's probably the best bit in the game. Yeah. Actually, yeah. thinking about it. Yeah. I want to play. But that's when yeah, when you're filtering in and out of like 2D Mario level. That dark side on the moon though can fuck off <laughs> oh yeah that's very tricky yeah but that overall just like what an absolute masterpiece of the game mm. and i think it it it's almost to its disservice how close it came out to breath of the wild mm-hmm. because people often talk about breath of the wild being the the greatest switch game whereas i think it's odyssey like my, i'm firmly in the odyssey camp i i do prefer uh, odyssey to breath of the wild but i fully would admit both masterpieces that, yeah, exactly yeah. yeah exactly um i'll go next I'm, I'm probably I'm going to boldly say that this is this game is the best platformer since Mario Odyssey, and that is Astro's Playroom. It's Ooh. really bloody good, isn't it? Yeah. The uh, launch, the thing that just comes with every PS5. You have but it. It's like Uno. What an absolute treat this game is! Not only is Astro Bot a nice little nice little fella, he's a lovely mascot now. Yeah. But like, just the the nostalgia that game gives, like the history of PlayStation, it's just such a lovely touch and. It's just, it's done the best things with that controller that the console has done. It's the free one and it's the best thing. You can argue he's the ultimate mascot as well because he represents the brand in his game. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, like the brand. It's that, it might as well be called Sony PlayStation the game as well. For like in the most complimentary way possible. Like it's such a great nostalgia trip, but also just filled with personality and character, especially considering. He's just a little robot yeah. with a digital face. Like I so hope we get another one soon. Yeah, and I yeah I just I just love the way you like you build out your home base with all the accessories in, and you use the little um, claw machine to build out the place. Like yeah. I would restart that. I might restart. My, I just want to play some platformers now. But like this, like I said, the things the way it shows off what that that dual sense controller can yeah. do that not many games have really delved into too much. Honestly, like, nothing's come close. Yeah. I can't think of anything where I've like actively enjoyed. Like, I'm not fighting the controller, which yeah, I feel yeah. like on a lot of shooters these days, I feel like the adaptive triggers, like, okay, I get the sense of immersion, but I feel like I'm fighting mm-hmm. this thing all the time. Yeah. And I, I want to give a shout out to the, um, what's the VR one called? Astro uh, Bot Adventure? Is that no, no, right. no, no, yeah. no. No, Playroom is the, isn't that, that's the launch one. No, I've got uh, that right, um, Rescue Bot or Rescue Mission or something Astro like Bot Rescue Mission? Something like Astro that. Bot yeah. Re- I think it's that. Anyway, the VR one is also very good. Like, yeah. Just a couple of great platformers there, yeah. I just, I love that little guy. He's a great modern modern mascot. Yeah. The yeah. VR one was great as well. I get motion sickness and I can't mm. really play VR. But that game was like one where you take the perspective of like an overseer giant yeah. just looking around the environment. So it meant I could play it. It was a phenomenal game. So much so it was worth 
sweating my way wearing that helmet <laughs> to play you know yeah I hope we get another one soon yeah. whether it's for VR2 or for just the PS5 like. VR2 would be perfect actually mm. make it bring a launch game with VR2 and it yeah. makes me want to play VR2 yeah. lovely stuff Matt what have you got I want to talk about something that's a very weird uh, yeah, no, no, would independent thing is I it wouldn't a be here is it actually a mascot it is okay. so uh, it'd be weird to call it a fan game because I don't necessarily think the creators are actually fans of this, uh, this product. <laughs> but it's called Bubsy 3D. Oh, okay. that's not that weird. Bubsy visits the James Terrell retrospective. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a, a game by the Arcane Kids who were for a little while this like independent games creation right. unit. Um, they also made something called Sonic Dreams Collection, which I'll talk about in a second. Oh, but okay. we'll talk about Bubsy 3D first. Um, James Terrell is this artist that explores like the way that light hits 3D environments. Okay. So if you go to an actual James Terrell retrospective, you'll see like you know just, it'll just be rooms where it's colored lighting basically. Okay. And so Bubsy 3D is about Bubsy going to these and exploring space, and then some weird, unexpected stuff happens as well. <laughs> Um, absolutely worth playing if you can if you can find an opportunity to do it. I think it was like Flash at some point. Okay, but it weirdly had a multiplayer aspect as as well. So if you were How's logged in, it's hard to explain. Honestly, <laughs> you were like you could play it again as a ghost, and there was more to it. Um, Huh. Incredibly good. Just pick a Mario, mate. I've got that. Uh, not a take modern, up. mate. Just <laughs> pick a fucking game. And so um, these these lads, the Arcane Kids, uh, they also made this thing called Sonic Dreams Collection. I'm just going in my head that they're like these are the the toddlers of Arcane Studios, sure. and yeah. like these are their kids, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like making exactly a game. Uh, and Sonic Dreams Collection is about this like subculture of people that are really way too into Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, okay. And they'll like design their own Sonic characters. They're like called OCs. And you can create your own one to like hang out in these weird worlds and you like take photos of stuff that's happening in the background and sounds like a stuff a gets pretty scary crazy. I've just, I've just Google image searched yep. it, and I'm seeing, a little, seeing some shit here. There's a little bit where you tickle Sonic's feet. That, mate. <laughs> what is, speaking of that, back to quickly uh-huh. back to Frontier. Like his little custom mate, Sonic's mates. I accept Tails. Yeah. He, he can stay. Everyone else, fuck off. Like no, not not, knock, not even Knuckles. You know, no, not really. Not well. I suppose Knuckles is fine. Yeah, but like I'm thinking of Biggs the Cat and then mm-hmm. Amy and all these people's like. Why are they in this game? Why does it? Why does it need all this? Do people do like people these? Love, they really, really like it. Have do people ever, uh, like Biggs the Cat? I we, think people who were really into the cartoon might have a connection. We're uh, we're going to play a little game here. Have oh. you ever searched your name, the Hedgehog? No. What does Dale the Hedgehog look like? Do you like? reckon that exists? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, maybe oh, uh, someone else carry on with their selection while I'm looking for this. Right, Dale's up next, but yeah. uh, tell me, um, tell me more about the, Sonic the Dream game. Collection. Yeah. Jesus so, Christ! Yeah. <laughs> we'll post it in the description. There's hopefully. a deviant art image called Dale the Hedgehog. <laughs> Oh, well, that's yeah. the thumbnail sorted. <laughs> Lovely. That is bizarre. Um, so Sonic Dreams Collection, it's also like made of like three games. So there's one where Sonic is your roommate and you're trying to kiss him. Do you actually um, do any, do you actually do any platforming? Is this a platformer? Yes. Or have you snuck it in? There are, there is was definitely some like jumping around in well, it. I'm pretty I sure to, I remember. I need to know more about this. Yeah. So when you're trying to kiss him, are you mm-hmm. controlling an avatar? Sonic is, is your person? roommate and you're sitting and watching a movie together okay. and you're trying to like 
But is it make, in first person? Make or a, yeah, it's in first person. You're trying to make yeah. a move on Sonic. Yeah. But it's just too fast. You, it's just... Exactly. You don't want to be too fast. Getting yeah. off with Sonic in first yeah. person. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. I was going to say so. Very innuendo based. <laughs> Along the lines of rings. Uh, anyway. Oh, oh, no. I, I do. I'm... It's funny. Sonic it's incredibly funny. <laughs> but I do genuinely think Sonic. these two games are some of the most important things that have been released uh, in the last 10 years. God. So check them out if you get the chance. I am not wow. checking out a game <laughs> get off with Sonic Man. <laughs> <laughs> you say that. Mm. I, I don't think I've got anything going on later. Um, who knows? I might check it out. That um, is fucking filth, mate. I can't believe you brought that <laughs> check it out. <laughs> Dale, what have you got next? Is a game where I don't know. You try Let's take it back and, to reality. Yeah, you try and, goes gravity. Know, and you, you, songs you go for a nice meal with Glover or something I don't know <laughs> no, no, no. I'm gonna, I'm, like I said mine are all pretty mainstream but I want to you're basic just, it's yeah, fine yeah, you're yeah. A... I just want to shout out my boy Basic Bandicoot <laughs> that's not his name he's, no, no, he's a basic boy he's, one, he's the OC uh, if you type your name Bandicoot into DeviantArt <laughs> I think like as a kid I absolutely love the Crash Bandicoot games mm-hmm. right and it was only when I got to an adult and mainly when I worked at IGN I realised a lot of people think they're too good for the Bandicoot. <laughs> What's going on? Mm. I, I loved those games as a kid. And then only older realising people weren't ever that really into them. They're great. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you like them. But yeah. there seems to be a lot of uh, snobbery around Crash Bandicoot. Nah. But I think uh, for me, um, 2, not because necessarily it was the best game, but it was the one that sort of took the biggest leap and I was the right age for, I think. Um, it has uh, a lot more variety in its world. It also had the sort of hub world system as well. It's it's where they actually invest in a little bit more into the story. And it's just the one that leaves a lasting impression. You love me. Bandicoot lore, don't you? You're a big fan of the real they actually, But they actually like trying to tell us, the first one wasn't yeah. really like trying to tell any sort of story really. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really know what to say about it, to be honest, apart from the fact that I think the, the, the world and the design of Crash Bandicoot is mm-hmm. a lot of fun. And I think it deserves some respect. I get good music. Um, good, very good music. I think it's definitely one of those that you played as a kid and then you get to what, like our age and you realise they were very hard. Like I, well, yeah, I, I, I was thing, good at yeah. games when I was like 10 or whatever. Surprisingly <laughs> challenging for kids as well. Although obviously they have that um, code cheat system mm-hmm. that once you bought your magazines when you were a kid, like if you wanted to skip levels, it was pretty easy to skip levels. Yeah. So I got to see it all. But yeah, yeah, like there's a surprisingly surprising difficulty mm-hmm. curve. There. It did weird stuff with like rotating the camera position that was really ahead of its time mm. as well. Yeah, like yeah. you would have some levels that were like totally straightforward for some of it and then you'd have to move to the side. Is it like the and first game where you'd actually run towards camera? I feel like it might yeah, be. Yeah, it might be. Well. Yeah. That like running away from a snowball or whatever. Was it was Tomb like- Raider first? I don't know. Oh, and they're about the same time, so yeah. I think Tomb Raider might have been it. I don't know. Yeah. I I just don't remember one teacher i had at school that we called uh dr neocortex because he looked a little bit like a science teacher right yeah uh, he was a science teacher <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah kind of looked a bit was in england maybe he's based on the same guy yeah mm. i think sadly he died recently also um, and do you want to say like the crash bandicoot that came out last year what was it called again god I uh, it's about time <laughs> no, it's about time that's a yeah. terrible title that's why i couldn't remember it but i think that was a really like great nostalgia trip and a great way of modernizing that formula but not mm-hmm. doing the sonic frontier thing of just like completely losing everything about yeah. its personality that you love um so I'm very excited to see what they do next bit. and mm-hmm. yeah i'm a big fan of crash you are you are yeah. uh, you'll always have that and as we all know crash team racing is the superior karting game as well not sure i agree with that to be honest it's better than mario kart 64 if you've tried playing that recently i, re- I did really like crash team Racing. it's really a lot. good yeah do you know what I like? 
Little Big Planet Curtain. That's good. <laughs> yeah, is that yeah, what it's called? I think it was called that. Yeah, and uh, even Mod Nation Races. Oh, what God. happened to kart games? Lego Races. Now, that's a game. You can build your own <laughs> kart from Lego bits from scratch. Mod Nation Races game. was all about that, though, wasn't it? Yeah. It was all about... It was like Little Big Planet of... Lego Races was ahead of its time, mm. I'm telling you. Oh, you know what I want? A little motor storm. No, bring, bring back. back motor storm. Yeah. <laughs> I suspect the answer is people don't buy kart yeah. games that aren't Mario Kart. But Probably. Yeah. Who knows? I've got next... As we all know, the superior PS1 mascot platformer. The yeah. king of the PS1 Croc. mascot platformers. No, Bugs Bunny Lost in Time. What? No, that, you, that doesn't count as a PlayStation mascot. It's, it's still a mascot platformer. It's a DC mascot. Are you telling me that Bugs Bunny is not a mascot? It, all right. Uh, it's a mascot It's platform. a mascot of a different brand, yeah. yeah not, but not a video game brand, but yeah. Was that ever stipulated? <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> I, I could find in the rules, Dale. Yeah. In my rules, that's... Yeah. Bugs Bunny Lost in Time... I played a lot as a kid. Haven't played it in probably 20 years. I just remember really enjoying it. It's probably not that good. If you don't know what it is, it stars Bugs Bunny, the uh, cartoon character, who, I'm, I'm just reading the uh, synopsis here, finds and activates, uh, activates a time machine, mistaking it for a carrot juice dispenser after taking, <laughs> a, wrong t- yeah. after taking a wrong turn. You know, the carrot juice dispensers <laughs> that are everywhere. Well, he does that after taking a wrong turn in Albuquerque. What? He's intending to go to Pismo Beach. Um, he, instead, he ends up in nowhere, home of the sorcerer Merlin Monroe. Oh, don't you hate it when you take a left turn out of Albuquerque yeah. and end up in nowhere? <laughs> exactly. Um, but then Merlin informs Bugs that, he's, that he has lost in time. Oh. So he must travel through five different eras of time in order to collect clock symbols and golden carrots that will allow him to return I've- Home never, to the present. I've never played or seen this game. Can I guess the five areas of time that goes? Uh, I, can't I think one's Roman, if I remember uh, right. Jurassic period. So let me. Or dinosaurs in general. Yeah, yeah. Stone Age. Stone Age. Uh, there isn't a Roman one. I made that up completely. Um, let me guess. Uh, Italy of some kind, like Romans. Mm, oh, you no, said, you no, just no, said no, I don't think there is. I'll give you one more before. Does he go to space? He doesn't. Um. Kind of. There's Dimension X, which I think does have Mar- Marvin the Martian. That's what yeah. I was medieval. thinking. There'll be a medieval yeah. one, right? But basically each one, yeah, has like a character in there. So you've got, um, yeah, there's the witch. So there is a medieval one, space one, stone age, Ooh. pirate one with uh, Yosemite Ooh. Sam as a pirate, I believe. And, okay. And, medieval and would have been the a good last one this, is just the, the 1930s. Uh, <laughs> just is, after the Great Depression, yeah, yeah exactly. You don't want to go to the very end of the 1930s. He, he, take, he takes down Al Capone. Uh, he was twenties, but we'll, we'll, you know, get over it. Um, <laughs> it's probably not that great a game, but I really enjoyed it. Let's see, what did I Jen give it? Seven point eight out of ten. That's so it is a good game. It's a kids game, yeah. Categorically, a good game. It just had lots of. Back then, I was kind of into Looney Tunes. I had a really cool Looney. I say cool, very loose. Looney Tunes <laughs> chessboard. <laughs> <laughs> which I play all the had figures a, are really good I still have had that. a Simpsons chessboard yeah I had my what teams. kind of chessboard did you have then? <laughs> uh, sorry guys too, I can't, too, can't contribute too, to this too, conversation too clever for you is it um, <laughs> it's had lots of really good like references to the cartoons in it as well so I, I don't did, know I, I really enjoyed it there's, re- there's something about young Cardi who's super into <laughs> Looney Tunes it's just filling me with a lot of would it would it surprise <laughs> you that like at the age of Nine or ten, I entered like a county chess championship. Would that surprise you? No, that's fine. Yeah, like, no, I didn't think it good. would. Yeah. <laughs> I think I did okay in it. Uh, I'm. He thinks he did. He knows yeah. exactly where he. Was. <laughs> I, I really, I really could not remember. 
I, I, I didn't win it. I you still got much. any the awards on your bed? Well, I didn't win any. Above your bed. <laughs> I've still got some football medals. Uh, what was your, mine, uh, to be fair. Yeah. What was uh, your rating? Oh, God. oh no, he I knows. Know. <laughs> well, I know I lost a, a final uh, on penalties, and that still haunts me. I actually lost one for my, taking a detail again, but some childhood trauma. I remember being There's 11. There's not a lot of news out this yeah, week. Yeah, being <laughs> 11. Let's go into some childhood so trauma. Playing in a cup final for my... Was it school? Mm. It might have been for school or club team I can't remember and we lost they wouldn't go to penalties because they thought that was too cruel for children to do a penalty shootout so instead they decided it was like two all decided the other team won because they had more corners what What a load of nonsense I always professed if I was blocking the ball out for a corner because back then I used to play like left back when I was 11 like I was doing good defending good blocking apparently more corners means you win, which I think is a nonsense. Could, you, could that be argued, though, that obviously they don't have someone maintaining the possession stat? Mm. So corners could be saying, well, they had more attacking possession. But it doesn't mean, like, put it down to corners. Do, let's, let's grow up. We're 11. Let's do penalties. Toss a coin. You <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Unbelievable. Or just play next goal. Just anything. Corners. Yeah, golden goal. Play that. Corners. Yeah. Uh, that still annoys me to this day because... <laughs> Uh, yeah, didn't didn't win a football your team after lost. that. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's as good as it got. Yeah, was it more depressing to have kids like ruined by a like penalty shootout, or uh, you lost all the joy of the sport in that moment? It was, it was like, absolutely. It's all pointless. It can and all be arbitrarily decided. Any, football uh, has been pain for me ever since. Any consolation, Cardi? I, as a player, I only ever won one. Uh, as a team, won one match. Yeah, we had an amazing record. Uh, as a team, only we only ever won one trophy, and it was the fair play trophy. Oh, I can't believe that nerds. from you. you. You were definitely sliding in for reds. Anyway, Bugs Bunny lost in time. Um, I think there was a sequel called like Bugs Bunny and Taz. Right. What was that called? Let me find it. You ever play Sheepdog and Wolf? Oh, I know it. I didn't play it. Yeah, it was always one of those ones that I read Wasn't about. Wasn't it one of those ones that was on like demo discs? Yeah. And mm. I feel like maybe played Bugs Bunny it. and Taz Time Busters. Do you know what I said? Those were both on the original PlayStation. I actually played this game on PC, I think, because oh. I was I never actually owned an original PS1. Start the campaign for the remaster yeah. now. If SpongeBob ba- Battle for Bikini yeah. Bottom can get remastered, why can't this? Yeah, it's probably, you know, in hindsight, probably not. It came out in 1999. <laughs> so there you go. Old school. You just reminded me of another one that uh, my wife doesn't play video. She's not really interested mm. in them at all. But she did when she was a kid. She played like PS1 games. And I always remember her talking to me about this game called 40 Winks. Do you remember that game? No. So that's a platformer where you play like a brother and sister who are like, the idea is that they've, I guess they've gone to sleep and it's all oh, nightmares like dream or dreams world. and yeah. stuff. And so I went and found this game like an old on eBay, an old disc of it. Cause I'd never heard of it. Bought it for her. Got an old, my old PS1 out, and I was like, here we go, we can play it together. And she put it on after about two minutes. She's like, this is rubbish. <laughs> We've all done that. Yeah. Uh, Matt, what's your next one? Uh, I'm going normal now. No. Ooh. No kissing Sonic in this one. <laughs> uh, it's Mega Man 2. It's a very oh, nice. good, very game. Very good game. Is he a mascot? Well, oh, we'll allow it. Mascot. Yeah. Oh, well. Dead Rising, you know, they've got the serve bots, which are right. like in the Mega yeah. Man series. Okay. So, Capcom mascot, then. Like yeah, I, I think so. That. I we'll that. allow it. Yeah. We're just talking about um, games we like, innit? It introduced <laughs> that idea of doing the bosses out of order, right? Mm. Like you could do whichever one you wanted, but you get the tools from this one of them to bring to the other. It was one of the very first games I ever played. Mm. I, I love this game. My favorite the Mega music Man. absolutely rips. Yep. Um, Always still... go Woodman first for me. Mm. Okay. Bit of Woodman. Yeah. 
That's not, that's not what everybody says. I well, I was yeah. a, I was a, as a what probably six year old, and I was playing this as a bit of a maverick. Mm. And they're a bit hard for a six year old. That's the thing. Like when you're a kid, like I remember, I don't know if I ever beat it. To be honest, when I was that, old, but not. I got like halfway through quite consistently. Like they were nails, but like I was doing it somehow. They're um they're shorter than you remember as well. The levels mm. they're like because I I remember yeah. playing like Mega Man Nine and then going back mm. and um. Mega Man 9 is like very challenging in comparison. Like there's a lot to the levels. Quite short, but yet still they've got that like edge of challenge to them. Which It's uh, that pixel perfect jumping. Totally, such, yeah, it? yeah. I think I always went like wood, bubble, then metal. I hated Flash Man, I remember that much. I think I do Metal Man first and then wood, I haven't played this game in a long time. I played 2 and 3 a lot because 3 has, um, whatchamacallit? Snake Man. He does oh, Snake Man. What was the one I was thinking of? I've gone mad. I don't know. <laughs> Two's very good though. Let's yeah. talk about two. Yeah, it's just a great game. Check just it banging. out again. Good music. I think music is a big part of mascot platform. Absolutely. Mm. Like the next game I'm going to say is all about music. Well, not all. Well, let's go for it. All right. let's, let's go straight into it. So the next one, Little Big Planet. One da, 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 little bit da, da, planet, da, da, little da, planet da, da, one specifically because of the music. Yeah, not the go two, team in it. Yeah, That's yeah. Great. Two and three. Two and three also had good music, but. One has music still to this day that is in Spotify playlists mm-hmm. that went as soon as I hear those songs come on, like the Go Team one is a good example. Immediately, um, all the memories, I can almost remember every single element of those levels and exploring those levels. And I also thought Little Big Planet had several things going for it. One, it's such a great crossover character that anyone can sort of fall in love with just by looking at them. They like struck gold yeah, with like, Sackboy. Yeah. Brilliantly designed and also... I think it might have been like the first ever platforming game where you can truly like manipulate the character. He's so floaty is yeah. the thing that you like, you don't need to be good at platformers. You no. just need to like, it's know. a very child friendly game, yeah. but also the idea of being able to control arms independently in their face, mm. change their facial expressions. It's like, it really became like an extension of you almost when you were playing the game. And then the, um, obviously the big pioneering aspect of a little bit planet was, you know, making your own level user generated content yeah. and also yeah like the user generated content i spent hours and hours going through i could never do good ones myself but playing other people's levels and all the creative ways people come the first time that i saw that somebody platform. that had like remade galaga or something in it like yeah. they'd made a spaceship that you could drive around then was like this isn't made for this and yet you've somehow found a way to, like- i always have a memory of somebody making the opening of bioshock in it where you'd actually come in and then you'd go down in the bathosphere and you'd come out and it was like a bioshock mm-hmm. and it's, it was just it brought out the best of people's creativity in such a charming and like lovely world like and beautifully sounding and also just the texture of all the characters design in the world it's like absolutely fantastic like a masterclass in design mm-hmm. i never kind of sat boys big adventures obviously a follow-up for ps5 i never finished yeah. that i should go back it's very good. It's really yeah, good like really the like music it. levels in those especially are amazing that has got some like i stopped playing it with some of the end game like really challenging levels mm-hmm. some of those like we were talking about easy how anyone could play but some of them oof, bloody hell <laughs> they're pretty tricky there we go sat boy well a little bit planet even yeah dale's last pick my one I'm going I'm going fairly obvious with it, but again one of the first games I ever remember playing is Super Mario Brothers three. Right. I just I just love that game so much. Double Mario on the I list. I don't know. Well no, that's my first Mario. Mm. That's my one. But, he's but combined. Yeah. He's the, he's the, the he's, you know, he's guy. the big boy, isn't he? Yeah. The big boy little plumber. Um <laughs> I just remember loving like the almost semi board game aspect to this one as you travel mm. along little things like this is back in the day where I didn't I don't even think we ever didn't save games. So like no. just had to start it over and over again. So I've done the first that first pirate ship yeah. so many times in mm. that game. 
I just yeah, I just you know how to get the warp whistles and exactly. So that was the first. That was the first Mario where you changed into like animals, like the flying. Yeah, Tanuki. That was the first Tanuki right? one. Well, yeah, yeah, there's some weird stuff in two. No, I don't no, think there's Tanuki yeah. though. Three is the first. Maybe or World maybe. Which which one came out first? Three came out. Three, first, yeah. 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 So um, yeah, I guess it's like the, probably the first time where you're taking a character is more than just running and jumping. You know, mm-hmm. they're actually like they're changing their form yeah. throughout the game as well, which is super interesting. I, I just really love three. Obviously, one is amazing. Two, I never as a kid loved as much. I don't know if it's because it was always in my head it's quite a bit harder. Panic, you know, it's just a weird, different game. Yeah, that just doesn't matter. I, I skin found on it harder as well. I just, I never really liked Birdo. Birdo freaked me out a bit. I think <laughs> yeah. I liked the like pulling radishes out of the ground mm. and stuff like that. I thought that was really fun. But... I just, I never liked. It is two, right? That has like, or is it three? I've gone blown in my mind. <laughs> two that has like that like evil son that chases yeah, you that's through. Two, two yeah. I hated that thing. Like, absolutely yeah. hated that as a kid. But um, yeah, three. I have so many fond memories of Mario three. That, uh, yeah, where's Mario going next, guys? What are we saying? Oh, Odyssey two. But said. Do, but you do you feel like I I I feel like at this point it's more likely going to be a reinvention of the three D. But mm. then the two D aspect. There's obviously that's still concurrent. Yeah, They're still doing it alongside each other. Almost like it's almost like the Resident Evil like first person and third person mm-hmm. concurrent ideas. Uh, Mario still has like new Super Mario Brothers and then. Um, what was the one with Bowser's Fury on it? 3D uh, World. 3D World. Yeah. Well, that was yeah. 3D, I suppose. Yeah, but it was more traditional in a sense. Yeah, it's kind know? of a mix, isn't it? I've, yeah. We're going to get letters, I've just realised. It's the mask that follows you when you the pick up the key into... That, uh, that's it. That's the, what it's the sun of. in three on the yeah. specific levels. I just Sorry, I do things. know list They were horrible. <laughs> do you think, like, we're definitely going to get a game when the new movie comes out. Do you not think? Uh, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't know either. I think there would have been a time, but they might do mm. a mobile yeah. tie-in. We want Super Mario, Maybe, the movie, the game. Mm-hmm. Maybe they the will movie. just do one massive open world. like. Uh, <sighs> Imagine if they just surprise dropped the Odyssey 2. What if it's like a big open world, but they combined it so it's like you kind of jump into a Mario Kart to drive around it as well? What about an Odyssey, <laughs> new Odyssey kingdom, but the kingdom is Chris Pratt? And you're just on a giant yeah. version of Chris. his face. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> even his entire body. Yeah. Or his body, yeah, whatever you want, The mate. Pratt Kingdom. Yeah. That's yeah. where you belong. Um, Matt, what's your last Shovel one? Knight. Uh, Bloody Shovel Knight, isn't it? Oh, it's so good. Like, to, I think the thing that people forget about Shovel Knight is that it's like, it's an elevation of what you think those games used to be mm. like. Mm-hmm. Like, it's that design aesthetic that wouldn't have been possible at the time, yeah. right? Like, a color scheme that's really limited, but there's more detail in it. Or there's mechanics and stuff that you can do, or, d- like, degrees of extra animation. Yeah. It's It captures what you think playing those games as a kid is, and it absolutely succeeds at it. It's, that's a special skill as well, mm. isn't it? The idea of, like... Conjuring up your nostalgia, making you feel like you played this before, mm-hmm. but the reality is, if you go back and check, you realise actually no, this is no, this is technically was not better. possible. And the confidence to be allowed to do that, be yeah. like, oh, it just kind of looks like a you know an eight bit game, but it's significantly improved. It, it's just for me, it's a bit unfortunate. It came out around the same time as so many pixel art mm. games. Like, I feel like no, I can't play new ones because I'm just so bored of that style. But I did play Shovel Knight and I did really enjoy it, and it was definitely a standout one of that era. Yeah, and finding a way to do that um, Dark Soulsy thing of like breaking the checkpoints so you'd have to go further back and yeah. take a gamble on yourself was like such a good, interesting understanding of where design was going at the yeah. time too. Like just through and through, man. Like a really good, really good little game. Mm-hmm. There we go. A good uh, PSV game as well. 
I've never played it on VR. No, really? I not played it on VR I, did. I imagine it's very good. Yeah, there we go. Because it's probably the exact same game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Those are our favourite. Are they favourites? Just the ones we want to shout out, mascot platformers. Let us know some of yours, maybe at IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. But now, in a moment, it's the end of the search. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Inside, it's a UK IGN crew. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you. Inside, I got a question for you. Hold tight, the DJ, we're coming through. Yeah, yeah, and ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you. Inside, I got a question for you. Is it in the search? Oh, I've done a quick little end of search for you boys this week. Just five little questions. It's the Metacritic game. I'm gonna ask you Ooh. five questions. Okay, and I want okay. you to give, you know, just one point to play for for each. They're kind of very sometimes roughly loosely based on science, sometimes they're not. Basically, I'm just going to ask you five questions and you've got to answer it so you get the points. Very simple. Here we go. The first one is, so, God of War, Ragnarok, is the ninth game in the God of, mainline God of War series. Jesus. So I want you to give me a game that is the ninth or later in a series of games that's the highest Metacritic score. So when you think of a high Metacritic scoring game, that's the ninth or more in a series of games. Ninth or more. Okay, so yeah. it doesn't have to be the exact. No, ninth yeah. or later. Okay. Uh, lots, lots of different ones to choose from there. Lots yeah, of different yeah, ways yeah. to go. Lots of series with lots of games. I'm just uh, go for Mortal Kombat. Which one? Nine. Mortal Kombat nine. You ready for my suggestion or are you going to search that first? Let me, let me search that first. So, I don't know. So doing a voice. <laughs> Uh, Mortal Kombat yeah it's funnier nine. if you know what you've got to beat <laughs> or, or do you want to do it at the same time I would time? say you've locked in Mortal Kombat 9 by the way mm-hmm. I feel like 10 and mm-hmm. 11 are probably rated higher than that you want to, you want to take a gamble you can do that <laughs> I think that's within the rules no 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 no, no I'm going to choose a different series I'm, try, I'm struggling to find did they, is that the one they just called Mortal Kombat no it's MK9 it's called 9 I can't find, I'm searching Mortal Kombat 9 Metacritic and oh, it's maybe, not maybe maybe I'm wrong I think that's the one that they just rebranded Mortal Kombat I have a vague memory of it being called Mortal Kombat 9, but maybe that's just what we called it. Mm. Um, I don't th- I think that would be it. Could- yeah, it's just called Mortal Kombat yeah. 2000, uh, 2011. Yeah. So. yeah, okay. I found it, though. Um, I hope you haven't seen the Metacritic. Uh, no, I what think are you uh, see the wiki page. Uh, what are you going for? I am going to go for Final Fantasy. Ooh. There's a lot uh, of them. Yeah. 10. 
10. Mm. I mean, I don't get me wrong, 9 is way better, but I think 10 might have scored. It was better received, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, not a lot of people like 9, even though it is very good. I think good. it's not necessarily not people, just people who had moved on to PS2 mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Um, Mortal Kombat, an 84 on Metacritic. Okay. Final Fantasy 10, a 92. Ooh, Ooh ding dong, hello. Ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, ding dong. That is 1.2 Dale for that one. Four more questions to play for. I've just picked a completely random date here. Uh, it's not really Metacritic related. It's just a game. <laughs> like, I want you to pick a game that came out the closest you can <laughs> to August the 1st, 2007. What? I just uh, picked a completely random day. <laughs> the 1st uh, of August, 2007. Oh, my it's God. It's Bioshock. That's a good show. That's 2008, wasn't it? I think. No, no I think it's 2007. Um, I'm not going to give any clues. But. Balls. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, an August 2007 game. I'm day. thinking some obscure like PS3 games here. Um, you're gonna, you're gonna need to do well. Dark Void. Dark <laughs> Void. Oh, <a> good show. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of that era of I think weird that was PS3 earlier, games. Though. No, no, I thought it was later, but yeah, much later. Probably. I mean, yeah, you have to do very well because. Bioshock was the game I was thinking of when I set this question. <laughs> so that was August 21st, 2007. Mm. So it was three weeks away. It came out on PlayStation in 2008. The reason yeah, that I know this is because my birthday is August 22nd oh, and I got it for my birthday. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Dark Void, April 21st, 2010. Was it? 2010? Blimey. Okay. There we go. Oh, no, Schmidt. January 2010, it came to PC in April. Okay. But there you go. Anyway, it's a point to Matt. One all. What's up for a thriller? woo Okay, I want the metas- uh, Metacritic score. That's not even how I should phrase this question. What am I doing? The highest scoring game on Metacritic that has Nolan North in it. Oh, um, you can go this time. Go on. Okay, and uh, try four. Ooh. Uh, Last of Us. Oh, you son Ooh. of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> That's a really good shout, yeah. Uncharted 4, a 93. Oh my God, that's hot. On Metacritic. I can't even say that word Critic. anymore. Last of Us, 95. No, closer than I thought it would be. Uh, Naughty Dog make good games. 2-1 mm-hmm. to Matt, 2 to play for. Sonic Frontiers, despite us not liking it at all, currently has a 72 on Metacritic. Okay. I can't say Metacritic anymore. <laughs> Metacritic. Never Metacritic, um, I didn't like. I want the uh, closest you can get, and it can't be Sonic Frontiers, <laughs> to a 72 on Metacritic. Oh, okay. A 72, mm. or as close as you can get. That's a good score to try and hit. Mm. I, want, I want to try something. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, no. He's going to try something. I don't know if Everyone I should. Prepare. But I'm just thinking of the most, because that feels like the perfect middle ground between... It's a good game. ...between a masterpiece and it's something everyone deems a 5 out of 10. Well, it's not a use this as critic scores we're going for, by the yeah. way. Yeah, no, but yeah, I, 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 uh, I think that sort of still yeah. stands. So I'm going to say Death Stranding. Ooh, which I feel like interesting was one. hated yeah, by a lot and yeah. weirdly obsessively loved by a lot as well. Uh, what are you going for, Matt? A 72. I think like Rhythm Heaven. Rhythm <laughs> Heaven. Why not? Uh, which one? Just the original? Original, rhythm, yeah. Original. Rhythm Tengoku, if we're... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Death Stranding, an 82. Oh, not far off then. We're looking for a 72, so it's yeah, 10 off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> rhythm Heaven. The rhythm, rhythm Heaven. Can't say that. Yeah. 
83. Oh, wow. <laughs> Dale is tied up at two. It's all to play for going into the last one. And this is one you're really going to think of. Sometimes we know people don't agree with critics, which is very mm-hmm. fair. Sometimes mm-hmm. I don't. Uh, give me a game of the biggest gap oh. between critic and user score that you can think of. <sighs> Could do lots of films with this. Uh, <laughs> game. A game. Usually it turns out that, you know, the user score is much lower than the... Uh, but sometimes it's the opposite way around. Sometimes. Oh, I've got one. Well, as soon as you've got one, tell me. Days Gone. Days Gone. I don't actually, yeah, think it reviewed as bad, losing one. But you never know. Uh, I mean, you never know. Pretty, well, yeah. I remember it being reviewed quite badly, but maybe I'm just thinking of IGN. I know too. what I'd go for. I'm, I'm going to play this round out of interest. <laughs> I'm going to go know. weird. I think Deadly Premonition. I feel like the critics like that as That's well. kind of what I'm aiming for. Well, the users don't like it. Yeah. Search for that. I don't know. I think it's pretty, like, considered a cool classic to a certain degree. Sorry, it? what were you saying? I'm Deadly Premonition. Deadly Premonition. The, 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 the witch. Should have said The Last of Us Part 2. Uh, just thought yeah. of it. Well, well, That's pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, it's so like Days Gone had a critic score of 71. Oh. A user score of 84. So it's a difference of 13. Rubbish. Deadly Premonition has a critical score of 68, but a user score of 83. So it's a a 15 difference. So Matt has just snuck it there. That would have been a great one for the other question. (laughs) Mine was going to be Star Wars Battlefront 2 for PS4. Oh, that's a good shout. Good, yeah. Um, Which has a Metacritic score of 68. But a user score of 16, no. 1.6, <laughs> which is slightly harsh, but they did absolutely balk it at launch on that. But there we go, Matt snuck a victory there. Good game, good tight, tightly contested, good knowledge all around. Well done to all that have played. Right, let's get to some feedback. IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. I believe, Dale, you have a couple of quick ones to start things off with. Yep, so this is from Craig Clark. Clark is spelt with three R's in it. <laughs> Is that right? I think that might be an embellishment on it. Oh, okay. All right. He says, oi, oi. Hello. I really want to play God of War Ragnarok, but sadly I'm a poor PS4 owner. Does it play well on this? Also, actually, should we answer that question first? Um, By all all accounts... We need to give the other questions some time to breathe because it's very important too. (laughs) I'll answer the question, shall I? By all accounts, (laughs) it does play very well on PS4, but will make it sound like a jet engine, which a lot of later PS4 games did. Did you test it out? I've talked to people who have played it on PS4 and say it does run very well, but yeah, will make it sound like a jet engine. So if you've got a good pair of headphones, I say go for it. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Yeah. I watched a TikTok of somebody trying to play it and it did seem like the PS4 was struggling to breathe. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, anyway, back to his questions. He says, also, I recently moved near a big Audi <laughs> yep. and have been enjoying their lime and coriander poppadoms. And then he put the little... Yeah. Mm-hmm. okay emoji I yeah, guess yeah, yeah. Uh, they are good I like uh, do you? Uh, yeah, yeah I like them what's the official one lime and it? coriander are not two of my favourite flavours I don't really like coriander enemies. honestly mm. oh, me and you are going to be enemies Mark yeah. feel it <laughs> I love coriander or what are the Americans calling it cilantro cilantro, cilantro. I don't mind a pop it I do much prefer um, the recent their recent trend I don't know of uh, like little naan crisps Ooh, there's yeah. some sensations ones the garlic and her flavour, and they are the most gla- garlicky crisp. <laughs> they're very good, but okay. they're like they they will make your mouth reek for a I week. D- I do love all the mini poppadom crisps. I've yeah. got to say, they're try nice. the walk sensation. Yeah, little mini naan crisps. They're yeah. good. 
Yeah. I like the mango and chutney flavour. Yeah, I'm not not a bigger fan. Uh, Craig ends with respect the sea <laughs> and Aldi snack merchants. Why not? Yeah. There we go. Oh, I've got another. You've one. got a double. Yeah, because it's short. You know, yeah, that's do right. some more reading. It's from Nicholas Rowley, and he starts off with in giant caps. Sweet quiche, <laughs> Iden UK crew. Oh, it's been a while since yeah, I never really sweet took quiche. off. I love sweet <laughs> quiche. Yeah. First, <laughs> first time. It's first time I've said the word sweet quiche ever. Yeah. There you it go. Feels what bizarre. a joy. Uh, first time, long time. I write to you on the day of the release of God of War Ragnarok. Obviously, the release has been on my radar for a while, but I've only just recently realised what it is. What is either destiny lining up, an incredible coincidence, or my subconscious planning my not, my life on a next level? Mm. My first son was born on the 19th of April 2018, shortly before the release of the first God of War. I had great joy in smashing the platinum out of that game, <laughs> PS4 owner at the time. As I scribe this email, I am sat with my scribe. second son. <laughs> yes, it's, it's been written from. He's got a quill. Oh, <laughs> And he's going to seal it at the end with his family crest. Enough. <laughs> As I scribe this email, I'm sat here with my second son, born the 31st of October, 2022. Congratulations. Yes, congratulations. Yeah, that's really lovely. Thank you. Patiently waiting for the day one patch for Ragnarok to finish downloading before the firstborn rises from his domain. <laughs> <laughs> and, I've got, and I've got to run him to school. I'm currently on paternity leave. Shout out to my superb employer. <laughs> I am off till 28th of November. Plenty of time for the platinum Perfect. hunt. Perfect. And probably raising, a, probably raising a child as well. Yeah. yeah. Am I the god of paternity? <laughs> do I need to thank Santa Monica Studios for act... I read that for a second as, do I need to thank Santa? <laughs> <laughs> do I need to thank Santa Monica Studios for activating my p- paternal drive? Should I be planning for the arrival of baby number three? <laughs> my question to you is, does anyone on the iGen UK crew have any fond memories or recommendations of games that were able to binge the back doors off? <laughs> Which is a lovely expression. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Love to all and respect that frosty Nordic sea. Oh, you, you, you enjoy the odd binge every now and then, don't you, Dad? Yeah, a lot, not as much these days because, you know, time is not as available mm-hmm. as it was to me when I was in my 20s. But uh, yeah, I absolutely used to binge games big time. Um, I always remember, I might mention this recently actually, but remember when Resident Evil 5 came out and I got it that Friday and I just turned it on and it just didn't stop and it was like five in the morning and I was mm-hmm. still going and I finished it in one night and I can't imagine myself ever doing that now but it was just no. non-stop those occasional times like we've got all Ragnarok where I just couldn't stop playing but I had a good excuse because I had to play it to yeah. review it like those, those are good times I do remember doing it a lot with Leco Marvel superheroes. I absolutely <laughs> battered the platinum out of that game. Yeah. Um, but I think that was back when I didn't have a job. So I didn't yeah. have a lot else to do. Those, do, those were good times. I do uh, remember the first time playing Bioshock. Mm. And it was the first time that I ever felt or realised I had any form of motion sickness. <laughs> because it was just like, I've been staring at that screen in a black room for so long, like 10 hours straight, playing that game and all the colours and lights and going off and moving around so fast. I just like sickness just overcame me and I had to turn off to just go lie down for a bit. Yeah. It's mad. I tend I to binge TV every now and then. Like I did like all of Better Call Saul about two and a half weeks a few months ago. That was fun. Uh, I don't know, Matt, are you a binger? You don't no, strike me as a binger. Especially. Yeah, I think I like dip into stuff for about yeah. two hours and I'm just like, all right, I'm, I'm cool. I got other stuff yeah. to do. How many hours did you spend trying to kiss Sonic? 
Uh, it's a very short game, actually. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, played it a lot. Minutes, I'm yeah. pretty good at does, kissing. Does he so. reciprocate the kiss? Is he into it? I, you should play the game. No, I don't <laughs> want to know. I'm not, how good you are. The answer is more interesting than, <laughs> oh, uh, than okay. just Let's whether my later. kisses. Let's get on it. Um, the last one I remember like really like uh, binging properly was uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon, though. Like when I wasn't mm-hmm. playing it, I was thinking about it. I was like, I've got to dedicate yeah. as much time as possible to this. I definitely like, felt like that with Ragnarok, where I would be, you know, I'm an adult these days, so I know to like play for a few hours, turn it off for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I definitely felt like when I was away from it, I wanted to be back there yeah. playing it. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah, I've got a copy of Tactics Ogre ready for me at the weekend, so oh, I nice. think this might this might be what I get sucked into now. I'll be the rest stuff. of my year. Football Manager's kind of bingy. Yeah, it does. Yeah, when you're in the mood for it. Yeah, you, you don't you do anything else, <laughs> which is a problem. Uh, I'm sure that I'll, I'll get into that at some point. But yeah, it feels like I don't like playing it when Spurs aren't playing that well because I don't like playing FIFA. I don't know. I'm not in the mood to play football. Yeah, don't want to be reminded of. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm sure. Well, the World Cup. The World Cup Have you ever thought about days, playing uh, Football Manager but deliberately trying to tank the team that you hate? <laughs> Yeah, Ooh. I'll get sacked eventually, well, but keep adding a new manager and keep trying to what? So I like, play as Chelsea and just keep yeah, playing, just ruin it. playing. Like, yeah, do the worst everyone possible goalkeepers up front and then I've trying to get down to lead. I've definitely had spiteful vendettas against players. Mm. I've got like sign them so I can screw them over because they screwed me over once. Like, yeah. But I don't think I've ever tanked a team. Mm. I don't purpose, have a, anyway. Yeah, I, don't, I think like the, I, quick, <laughs> the quickest to relegation yeah. speed run would be really good. Yeah, I have a. <laughs> Yeah, I felt like that was a fun idea, but maybe I'd get bored of it halfway through. I'm like, oh, I can't. But you'd just win. be sacked, though. That's the problem. You'd never mm. actually get you'd to You'd have to keep adding cheating, basically, adding a yeah. new manager every time but you that'd get sacked. That would be fun, yeah. Get relegated, but not sacked yeah. is a good achievement. Ooh. That might be fun. You'd need you'd need a good like legacy stats. Mm. Wouldn't you? You'd yeah. need like, a lot of respect. Money in the bank. Mm. I think that might be a video idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, Matt, you've got an email to read. I do. Uh, morning all from uh, David Barry. Just listen to the farewell of beefy boy Joe. <laughs> when tear in my eye, I was thinking of horrifying childhood puppet-based grotesqueries, and nothing messed me up more than the dead-eyed freaks that were Cabbage Patch yeah. Kids. They left me with irreparable psychological damage, which continues to this day. However, I'm not writing in to talk about those plastic horrors. You already have. Yeah, you've done it. Sorry, sorry, break it to you. <laughs> Talking about Furbies reminded me of the glorious wonders of the long Furbies. <laughs> if you haven't heard of these before, then no words can describe them better than a quick Google search. This leads to the wild world of Etsy, where people display their homemade eldritch creations, which all start from the humble Furby. Go on, give them a look. For God's sake, respect the sea. Um, I have heard of long Furbies because <laughs> I've seen my, a long uh, Furby. my uh, partner's boss has owns one. Mm, um, that's a, they're that's absolutely a brilliant. Flag. Um, also, I didn't get an opportunity until this point to uh, say goodbye to Joe because uh, I wasn't on that episode. Oh, yeah. It's just, uh, very, very sorely missed. Bye, exactly. Joe. Uh, he loves <laughs> dead-eyed freaks as well. As much. As I'm just. I just Google image. My Google image searches are fucked today. Like I'm going to get all sorts of things along. Long furbies, all my sorts of algorithms. <laughs> like, yeah. Kissing Sonic and long fur. Yeah. That's the name of the podcast. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Done. And a picture of a Dale the Hedgehog. Yeah. What a treat. We we're not trying to get people to listen to this. Oh my it's God, an this SEO one, nightmare. This <laughs> one's got like really long arms and it's extra creepy. It's because they're long. Um, there's no, a really good know. one that looks like a prawn. This. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, thank you for that, David. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> D- Dale's got a new obsession. He can't stop yeah. looking at him. We're going to get... Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's Dale's Dale a long We need Dale to do stuff for him. I'm busy. I'm, bu- I'm busy yeah, for the next week. <laughs> right, I've got a last email here from CJ in Nebraska who says, Hello all. I hope everyone is well. We are. 
I was very sad to hear that Joe, Joe will be loving this. He's probably listening. I was very sad to hear that Joe is leaving IGN. While I wish him all the well, I will miss him very much. I've been listening for a long, long time and have seen many beloved IGN UK employees leave, but Joe's departure hit me the hardest. You you wait till I go in 25 years or whatever it is. Uh, I audibly gasped like an antebellum southern gentleman when I saw the, when I saw the thumbnail from last week's show and realised Joe was leaving. I realised the irony of writing and saying nice things about Joe but because <laughs> he, he notoriously hates nice things. But I just hope he knows how talented he is and what a wonderful presence he brought to the podcast. Uh, I didn't write that. It was CJ wrote that. Yeah, we don't think that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're glad he's gone. Wow. <laughs> um, it's easier to distance yourself if you decide you didn't care. Yeah. Anyway, CJ says, regarding things that terrified you in movies as a child, I realise that's an awkward transition, but I'm not the writer that Joe is. Oh, I get off. Oh, yeah, okay. You like oh, my Joe, Joe, do you? Oh, CJ Joe's in Nebraska, Joe. It, he's gone, all right, CJ? Forget <laughs> it. Uh, We're here. We stuck around for oh, it. This is too much. <laughs> Seeing Joe later, and I, we've got a gift, nice gift for him. Might not give it to him Fuck now. He's it. had enough, I think. going to burn it. Yeah. Let's just get him some tangerines instead. Um, when I was 10, my mother brought a VHS home from the local grocery store that she had rented for me. I was thrilled as she almost never did this. I opened the generic case and read the title, Wizards. <laughs> my mum said it was an animated fantasy movie. She knew I loved dragons and wizards and all things fantasy, so she thought I would enjoy it. It was the 90s, and in my mum's mind, animated movie equals for kids. So she didn't read much of the description. After dinner, I went, I went to our basement, turned off the lights, and settled in for a wonderful evening. <laughs> Within 10 minutes, I realised something was terribly wrong. After a bizarre opening that involved a nuclear holocaust, the story, <laughs> the story shifted to a creepy mayor and his busty elven lady friend, with a weird assassin shooting the mayor in the head in graphic fashion. This was a Ralph Bakshi movie. And between the actual footage of Nazis, sexy elf ladies, and gory violence, it was decidedly not a kid's movie. <laughs> Apart from ruining my night, it left an indelible scar in my psyche. And to this day, thinking about it makes me feel horribly uneasy. Keep up the great show and respect the sea and the screpples. See in Nebraska. The, I've never seen Wizards. The strange thing to me is... That it was clear after the first 10 minutes what this was not going to be. <laughs> right, keep stuck going. Yeah. <laughs> you never know what'll happen next. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to see this through to the end. I have never seen Wizards, but I am now tempted. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Should we do an audio commentary for the movie? Yeah, Wizards? let's watch Wizards and kiss Sonic. Can that, can that replace. Now that Joe's gone, we should ditch the prestige. Like, we need a new mm. film. Wizards. Wizards. We're going with Wizards. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I mean, there's good films out there. Who am I say? Not seen Wizards. Could be fantastic. Probably not. Um, it's not. I'm guessing neither of you have seen Wizards. I haven't seen Wizards. No. no. An epic no. fantasy of peace and magic. Is it yeah. that? Are you sure it's that? That's what it says on the on the poster. 1977. Yeah, I've I've not seen this film, um, but I can't. I might watch the trailer at least. Um, <laughs> there we go. What's the uh, Metacritic for Wizards? The Wizards <laughs> Metacritic. Um, it's got an IMDb of six point three, so yeah. it's not. Um, that would have won the. Yeah, previous contest. It made. It, do you know what? It made money as well. Hey. Eight million profit. So Wizards two. There you go. Um, so it's only rated a PG. Is this the same? Let's watch Wizards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is he sure? I mean, it's the same director, but no, is, no, that, is he sure it's the? No, it definitely is this. Um, yeah, yeah, it's definitely this film. I'm, I'm very intrigued by this film now. I might check it out. Um, anyway, another great episode, I suppose. Um, that's not for me to decide, is it? Because I'm not listening to it. I'm merely here. 
Um, remember, if you want to come to the live show, buy tickets for that. We need some music for the end. Mega um, Man 2. I've been listening to a lot of Deft. No. Go Team. Oh, yeah. Go Team would be great. Yes, please. Get, is it Get Together? It is. Yeah. Get it together, yeah. yeah. We'll get that. Um, sorry if anyone wanted some Deft tones. That's not happening. <laughs> You've got Spotify. So there you go. Uh, right. See you later. See ya. See ya. discovered you could move between the worlds of dreams and real life. That's the story of Dream Breachers, where Evan wakes up on his 12th birthday and realizes that something he dreamt about the night before had actually happened. With the help of his friends, a reappearing stranger, and a mysterious organization called the Dream Academy, Evan will discover what it means to be a Dream Breacher. Dream Breachers is a high-stakes sci-fi mystery adventure about the highs and lows of having all your dreams come true and is perfect for kids ages 8 to 12. If that sounds like a dream to you, you're in luck. You can listen to Dream Breachers now, wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>